Hello, hello, and welcome to Southeast Iowa Union's Sports Talks. Uh, Sports Talks Live's uh, Fourth of July celebration. <laughs> Just dump it on Hunter right now that we're all supposed to wear red, white, and blue like I did, like a responsible American. I don't see no red. We're not blue. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, I guess you guys are uh, red and blue. Red. I guess I failed on the white. Yeah, I just noticed you not wearing. That's why I said anything. I was going to text you and be like, we should wear red, white, and blue. But did I? I didn't. And that all falls on the editor, really. The the head of the, of the sports editor. So that's that's my bad. We are coming <laughs> at you uh, live. Uh, if you're watching this on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. We are powered by Fairway Food Stores. And Hunter, where can you, uh, where can you watch the show at? Yeah, you can check us out on uh, Washington Live's uh, Facebook uh, fair, and YouTube, uh, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield uh, Live's Facebook as well. And we're also on Spotify uh, if you want to check us out there as well. So, uh, yeah, a couple different places you can find us. Yeah, there we go. And we're going to talk a little postseason action. We were both at some softball games last night, and we'll both be at softball tonight. So it's a little softball today and then uh, a big a big baseball weekend uh, ahead of us. Yep. And um, so... I'll start us out. I was a, I was at Wapolo last night at their uh, little facility right by the pool. I love uh, it's not at the school; it's by the pool, and so I, uh, it's easier to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going with that little rhyming action. But uh, uh, <laughs> Highland three um, two loss to Wapolo last night. Uh, this was a game. I think I texted you earlier in the day. So Wapolo had beaten Highland twice. I believe I texted you that I thought Highland was going to win. And through the entirety of the first six innings, there was no doubt in my mind that Highland was going to win because they just seemed to be the team that was on top of it. Um, Jessica Krause uh, pitched really well, and Grace uh, Pryble did too in uh, relief. So what happened in this game is, um, as I said, so Krause starts for Highland. They've lost to Wapolo uh, twice this year, I think 4-1 and 3-1. Wapolo wasn't getting a lot of hits off of of, uh, Jessica Krause. In fact, some Highland boys... Uh, mentioned that she had a no hitter in like the fourth or fifth inning, and that was immediately when uh, uh, Wapolo got a hit. <laughs> but um, but uh, uh, Highland scored in the top of the third. Uh, Caitlin Waters, who uh, always seems to to show out in the big games, um, senior got hit by pitch, came around to score on a uh, so so Sarah Burton bunts her over, bunt single, so they got first and second with one out, and so Highland loves to play a small ball. They go uh, with a bunt. Again, um, I think Lily Bear hit a uh, nice little ground out uh, throw over to first, and here comes Waters uh, booking it around third. And usually don't see that scoring from second on the um, on the sacrifice bunt, but booked it around third, uh, scored just under the tag. Actually, they dropped the ball, but she would have been safe anyway. So there's one run, and then a few innings later, here she comes again. Um, RBI single at a center field. That gave them two, and uh, so it was 2 nothing the entire time. Now we get to the seventh. Uh, top of the seventh, Highland did have two on with one out. Two in scoring position, one out didn't score, uh, which um, I talked to Carrie Whelan, at, uh, the head coach of the Huskies at the end of the game, and this is one thing she pointed to is that they were up 2 nothing. They kind of had them against the wall, uh, their backs against the wall, and they never really piled on any runs. So bottom of the seventh, it started out with, um, with Wapolo's um, bottom of the order, and they got on a couple of, you know, there's a walk, and there were two balls um, from the bottom where the, or the leadoff hitter was one of them that were hard hit balls that landed in the infield. One was to second base. Um, the second baseman uh, dives over, stops it. It just kind of trickles away. That's been third out. She just can't get it. Like the, the ball just trickled away a little too far. Then uh, first, first and second, two outs, line drive right back to Pribble at the, um, at the pitcher circle. 
stops it. It kind of was going to hit her in the face. She stops with the glove, almost caught it. It rolled, and it perfectly just rolled a little bit too far for them to get the out. So then all of a sudden, it's bases loaded down two. Uh, walks. Uh, they walked in one run, so it was 2-1. And then uh, Tatum Wolford, who was, uh, came in batting about 6.30 for Wapolo, comes up, uh, the one kid <laughs> possibly in the entire conference that you don't want to go against. And I thought for a second, I was like, they could almost just walk her and tie the game because it it – it felt like the entire time Highland was going to win. The second she stepped up was the first time I was like, oh boy, this is, yeah. you know, how, how are they going to get this kid out? And uh, spoiler, they did not get her out. A nice uh, hard grounder to right field, scored two, and a stunning, uh, kind of a stunning loss for Highland uh, given how well they played uh, up until that point. And so, uh, and there really not a lot of defensive mistakes or anything like that. It was just a uh, um, walk or two and then uh, some big hits by Wapolo. So a tough loss for Highland. A, a team that I thought uh, the winner of that one's uh, play, so Wapolo plays Sigourney. I thought going in the Highland could beat anybody in that region. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough one. Yeah, and you know, coming in, it's hard to beat a team three times too. Yeah. Like, well, you know, if you look at it both, I guess you can look at it both ways, mm-hmm. however you want to look at it. But, uh, you know, Highland was uh, poised to have a great season. Um, you know, they did have a great season. Uh, came a little short there. And like you said, one, really one play, you know, swings the other way, Highlands way, and it's probably yeah. for them and they're advancing. But that's the way, that's the way it goes sometimes. That's the way it goes. One of those classic, uh, small, yep. I, I've, I've covered so many small, like especially the North teams going against the other. Winfield and Highland had a couple of those where it just, uh, just uh, kind of one bounce uh, either way. Um, turned from uh, from a big Highland, uh, uh, an upset. I mean, yeah. they hadn't beaten them in Wapolo in the North. Yeah. Although I would say talent-wise, they're pretty darn close uh, to each other. But um, yeah, so that's you where I was. They're going to be close to. You just know they're going to miss yeah. this game. And Highland always shows out in the postseason. Yeah. They, Highland always plays better in the postseason than they did in the regular season. That's kind of how mm. it goes, I think. Uh, just the, the small ball, and you just saw... Uh, over and over, even on like uh, the third out, you saw a kid uh, rounding third to try and score, force the defense to uh, make a play, and so that's uh, that's kind of uh, what they adhere to uh, as far as um, yeah, kind of yeah. forcing the defense into mistakes and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah. uh, four seniors, uh, Miley Smith, who I got a pretty good picture of, who she'll probably be the the top picture in the unions uh, twelve. Um, is one of those, and they have uh, four seniors over there. For Highlands, so um, who did I say? Jessica Krause, Miley Smith, Abby Stransky, and Caitlin Waters. Yep, of course. So um, good season or good career for those guys. Yep, but no more Highland softball in twenty twenty three. Yep, and sad. you were being sad. You were at Van Buren yep. County, and we we, we, we go to the games that we know are going to be pretty darn good. And you you yep. saw a good one too. Yeah, uh, you know, after a little rain, uh, the game got pushed back a little bit. But uh, uh, you know, really for we knew we talked about this one being a really close one too. Obviously, Van Buren County. Uh, so much improvement from even last year. Uh, they've really put it to some teams that gave, have been putting it on them in the past. And uh, EBF, I believe you were talking about them being ranked to begin the season. Mm-hmm. And I saw them uh, against Fairfield early in the season. So they're real good. Uh, knew, knew, knew they were going to be good. Um, they've been good in grip about every girl's sport this season. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, it was a really tight knit game as we knew it would for uh, over uh, five and a half innings. It was a 1 1 ball game. Um, but ended uh, a couple big hits uh, in the final two innings, and this one uh, gave uh, the Rockets the win, four-one. Uh, gave them the, uh, you know, advanced them on and uh, ended uh, Van Buren County season. But a valiant effort. I mean, like I mentioned, uh, real real tight through uh, the first couple innings. Uh, EBF scored one run in the first uh, the first inning there, and then Ivy Davison's, who's uh, you know one of uh, Van Buren County's uh, better athletes that we cover there, uh, hit a. Um, RBI single uh, there in the bottom of that inning, scoring Callie Crack, 
crap. Um, and then uh, from then on out, um, neither team scored all the way into the bottom of the sixth. And I mentioned um, uh, Eddieville Blakesburg, uh, you know, finding those hits there. Um, the Rockets, Sadie Yeager, uh, hit an RBI double, uh, gave them a 2 1 lead heading into the seventh. Um, Van Buren did, uh, uh, you know, tried pretty much all they could. Uh, they got a quick out um, to start the uh, to start the inning, but then um, EBF's Whitney Klein uh, stepped up in the third at bat of the uh, in the inning after a uh, single and uh, hit a two run homer to push push the lead to four one. And um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the Warriors never gave up there. After back to back strikeouts, obviously they got three strikeouts to give uh, to survive, um, trying to get those three runs back. Um, but, uh, they struck out twice, uh, in the first two at bats and then, uh, did load the base, uh, load the bases after Jade Ballmer singled, um, Allie Campbell drew a walk and then Riley Cavaness singled. Um, but then, uh, really just ran out of outs, um, another strikeout and ended the game there and, uh, gave the Rockets the win. So, uh, valiant effort by them. Great improvement shown. Um, they're bringing a lot back. Yeah, uh, they are. They they're, they're, uh, losing three, uh, you know, seniors that have been great for them too. Jade Ballmer, um, Annabelle Cormier and, uh, um, Allie Campbell, who's been pretty much their go-to pitcher. I'm pretty sure since she was eighth grade, that's what, uh, uh, coach Randy Smith was telling me. So it's going to be tough to replace them, but, uh, uh, I would say the future is bright for the Warriors over there. Yeah, I would too. They, they really just got a rough break on the brackets because yeah. Eddieville plays in the South Central Conference, uh, which is a really good conference, a lot of ranked teams, and they didn't have a great record, so they threw them right there in the playoff game or the play-in game against Pella Christian, which is, wasn't a bad team either. Yeah. And so all, already you're like, man, this is a, it's a pretty stacked bracket. Um, speaking of that bracket, um, the number one seed, uh, Regina, played Pekin, a 12-0 win for Regina, and that one, um, the stats in for the Panthers so far, of course, Pekin just got a win uh, over Tipton, their first one of the year yep. uh, in the kind of the play in. Um, they call them pigtails during tennis. They call them pigtails because they kind of hang off the bracket. Yep. Um, and uh, the Cardinal Comets. Uh, so actually, funny enough, it was raining. It rained out the Van Buren County Winfield Union Columbus baseball game yep. that was go- going to be taking place. You're going to double cover last night. But you didn't even know where you were going on the on Highway 34 because we said that if it rains out the softball game, you're going to be off to Eldon for the Cardinal uh, softball game. Yep. So it turned out that they did uh, hold off in Kiyosakwa. Um, but uh, you were stop okay one in Cardinal. Uh, 4-1 uh, win for the Cardinal Comets over West Branch. Um, uh, it, was, uh, it was a solo homer uh, by West Branch to start the game. And then it was all Cardinal from that point out. Nicole McClure with uh, 12 strikeouts. Cynthia Albert with a couple hits. Um, Ava Farrell, Emma Becker, and Kinsey Hissam all had doubles. Um, they spread out the RBIs uh, pretty good on that one. McClure and Ashlyn Patrick both had uh, RBIs on that one. So um, 4-1. Now Cardinal <coughs> will advance to Regina on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Regina's number one. Cardinal and Regina actually played two years ago. Yeah, and it was like a one-run game. It was It was a wild game. Uh, 2021, Cardinal was actually leading by three runs going into the last inning of that game. Yeah. And a lot of these same kids were – the Cardinals was – has been young. They were a young yeah. team. They're kind of, yeah, they're still they're still not all seniors <laughs> yeah. yet. Um, but so they were they were up there, and the, the Regina's got a lot of the same kids back too. So it was a three run game. I forget exactly what happened to tie the game up, but it ended up going to eleven innings. I remember just having the feeling that Cardinal was the the better team or that played better that night. Um, and so a little chance at revenge uh, for the the Comets at Regina. Obviously, they're really really good. Number one. Yep. In the state. And looking at Cardinal though, I mean. We've watched. We've seen him play Davis County to what one run? Yep. We've played him. Seen him play. Beat Sigourney. Remember, yeah, beat Sigourney, who was number like six or something. So uh, the Card- Cardinals are real deal. You know. I mean, yeah. You know, well, looking at the teams they've played, and they're in a tough conference too. So. Yeah, we put. Uh, yeah, Cardinals also in that South Central Conference. We put 
Cardinal, I think the, uh, what, last episode or a couple episodes ago, we talked about how Cardinal and Highland were kind of our, they kind of turned into sleeper teams because they have the mo- some of the most talent in the area, and they just had, the records just wasn't, weren't as yeah. good as we expected, but they still all the same kids yeah, playing. Cardinal's like 500, but they're playing. Yeah, they're under 500 they're playing, even. You know, they played Davis County to mm-hmm. one, you know, to one run, and, and, and Davis County's like 28 and three or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so i i think car i give cardinal every chance in the world to win that game yep uh or at least uh, make it a, a pretty tough out for regina and that's is that our last small school softball team is cardinal now oh um, and buren's out yeah because all the other teams got yeah. uh, have been knocked out already yep. so um uh mid prairie and mid prairie no, they got knocked out the other day. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, they're uh, no, 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 no. Mid Prairie's that's not true. Mid Prairie is still in as a three A team. Yeah, as is Columbus. Yep, yep. yep. So those are technically our small schools, but uh, the matrix is, and play is jumbled Friday. a little bit because no, they play tonight. tonight so small school, we'll yeah. talk about this later. But three A is tonight, and I forget that they're in the same um, yeah. class as Washington and Fairfield. So Columbus and Mid Prairie, who are te- who are small schools, right. are still Columbus Waco and Mid. Up. Yeah, they're still small schools, but our one A and two A wise. Uh, we still got we still got Cardinals, so um, yeah. And you guys still have us for another twenty or so minutes. But before you can do that, we got to send you to commercial. Uh, so we will be back, and we're going to talk a little postseason baseball. Not not as many games uh, because of the rain out last night, but we'll talk all the postseason baseball from last night. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton. Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Unbelievable amount of devastation. I've never seen anything like it. We had a beautiful barn that was gone in 20 minutes. Farm Bureau stepped up right away and said, hey, we got you and we'll be there for you. We were taken care of. Now we could get on to repairing and rebuilding. I tell everybody about Farm Bureau. We're fortunate to say we have good coverage with good people doing it. Contact Farm Bureau agents Tony Starr and Mike Welcher in Mount Pleasant today. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. 
The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes, and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Sally's Diving in Sports Talk Live. I noticed my hair's a little messy today. I put uh, I was in a, a 5K this uh, weekend, oh, yeah, you know that? I saw, saw you. That's just outside of the top 400. If I don't survive. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, to that. Hey, if I'm this, this might be it. I didn't feel very confident going into it, but uh, but I had a little. Uh, we, we kind of dressed up a little bit, and I had some hair gel, like some real cheap Walmart hair, hair gel for like two fifty, uh, and I just gooped it in my hair, and it, it hasn't really fell back in the right place. Oh, no. Also, my wife threw out in the uh, yard today. I noticed she took it out. I think I left it in her car, and so she just took it and chucked oh, it in the, <laughs> into her backyard. Found it uh, going, and I was like, "Got my hair goop. I might use that yeah. later in the week. You never know when you're gonna need it." Slick it back. Slick it back. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I was going to do another uh, show quote that nobody gets, so I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, we're going to talk a little about baseball here on South Stag Union Sports Talk Live, powered by Fairway Food Stores. Uh, by the way, everyone, you know, go visit all of the uh, advertisers down here. Hey, I'm going to be only in Burlington tonight. I should go over to Fairway. Yeah, get over. I like the Fairway in Burlington. It's kind of like tucked off uh, yeah. behind uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, I believe. Yes, yeah, so we area. Get, some, get some wings. Yeah, you should. Um, and, uh, anyway, yeah, fairway, the best, uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I was, I was talking about baseball. baseball. We we're talking about baseball. I was trying to, I was trying to transition over to what we were talking well, about. We jumped around. I started talking about seconds. fairway and all the good <laughs> stuff there. And I just kind of forgot about it. Uh, but you're going to talk a little, uh, a little baseball. We had small school baseball. You're, he was, uh, Hunter was supposed to go to Van Buren versus Winfield in Columbus. That was postponed to tonight. So it hasn't happened yet, but we still got some games in. So tell us about Hunter. Yeah, we've got a uh, uh, number two uh, Mid Prairie Class Two A um, over there in District Nine in Class Two A, uh, getting a you know a pretty dominant win there in the first round. Um, uh, com- you know they completed the regular season sweep of Wilt uh, of Wilton, um, and uh, last night took care of the uh, Beavers once again, ten zero uh, in five innings. Um, you know Golden Hawk Ace Colin Miller was uh, was dialed in all night long. Um, really, uh, they you know, had it going at the plate um, as well. Uh, Brady we- uh, Weber gave the Hawks the lead with an RBI single, scoring Alex Bean there in that first inning, and uh, they would never lose. They scored in every single inning, and then uh, on the night, uh, two more crossed home. Um, in the second, is Bean um, hit a two out, um, two RBI single, scoring Kane Brown and Miller. And then in the third, Cameron Pickard was walked with the bases loaded to score uh, Gentry Bodreich, um or Bone Trager, and uh, and Brown hit a sacrifice fly in the next at bat to score Joe Hall. Put them up five, and then uh, really, really capped uh, capped it off um, in the fourth. Um, seven Golden uh, Hawk batters came to the plate, and uh, that uh, turned into four runs. Um, capped off um, at the end of that inning with a two RBI triple by Joe Hall, and then he scored himself on that play uh, with uh, throwing air, making it a nine zero. And then uh, Dylan Henry scored uh, Carson Grout on a base hit in that um, in that fifth inning to end it after five. Finished it walk off. Yep. And then uh, Brady Weber three for fourth an RBI. Dylan Henry, Brock Harlan both had two hits with one uh, RBI 
RBI each. Alex Bean, Joe Hall each finished with a hit and two RBIs. Kane Brown, Carson Grout, Colin Miller all had one hit um, uh, with Brown picking up one RBI and Cameron Pickard had an RBI as well. And the Colin Miller uh, talked about how good of a pitcher he is. Mm-hmm. Threw a complete game, allowing just two hits uh, with seven strikeouts there. And uh, the Golden Hawks will advance to the uh, district uh, class two A district uh, nine title game against Durant, a team they did sweep yep. on three games during the regular season, pretty handedly. Uh, so that'll be at seven p.m. on uh, um, in Wellman on Saturday there. So and the winner of that could play Van Buren yep. County or Winfield as long as they get by the next round. So Correct. we could have an all union area sub-state championship. Yep. And then uh, in, uh, another game of the night, uh, we had New London, who uh, beat Highland in the uh, first round, uh, matched them up with a uh, matchup with number eight, Notre Dame. Actually, it was a pretty good game uh, through the reg- uh, in the regular season. I believe it was 8-5, I think, if I yeah. remember right. Something like that, the regular season matchup. But uh, uh, all Notre Dame um, um, in the uh, playoff action here, 12-0 uh, for the number eight team in Class 1A. Um, it was a tough night for the uh, for the uh, Tigers defensively. This one, nine total errors by them in this one. Um, the, uh, Notre Dame you know, lead right out the gate pretty much, put a run on the board um, in that first inning. Uh, lead off hit, uh, hitter Landry Haberichter um, reached second on a, fielder, a fielder's error and then later crossed home on a throwing error in the next at bat. Uh, New London was able to kind of limit the damage of just one run in that first inning, but because um, uh, uh, Brendan Ritchie was on the mound, kind of New London's, I'd say New London's ace. Yeah, say, definitely. Uh, there. But um, in the second, uh, probably blew the game open. Uh, the Nikes did seven runs there on three hits, three Tigers air, or Tiger airs. Um, Kane Schwinker gave the Nikes the biggest kind of biggest uh, jolt, you could say, in that inning with a, a bases loaded three RBI triple. Um, there and then um, by the end of that inning, uh, New London trailed eight zero, and it was pretty much you know one of those instances where if teams that good, just not your night, pretty much. Yeah, until that have to come back from. Yeah, and then um, after a scoreless third, Notre Dame scored four in the fourth, really to end it. And uh, Memphis Watson, Kale Westerback each notched uh, one hit, um, just two hits for the Tigers, and that one's a tough one there. And uh, they end their season eight and fifteen, and Notre Dame uh, will move on to face Moravia, who has been playing pretty well. Um, at 7 p.m. on Saturday in that district final. So, yeah, that would be that'll be an interesting. And so I saw uh, New London uh, knock out Highland a few days ago, and it was um, Bryn Ritchie for New London and um, Ethan Paisley for Highland. So ace versus ace, and they could both pitch up to 90 pitches and still be able to pitch for the second round. So you knew they were going to be able to pitch because there's a days in between, and so you knew they were both going to be able to pitch deep into the game. And uh, Bryn Ritchie uh, threw a complete game shutout in that, and uh, Paisley's only run. Came on a um, a little uh, uh, dribbler that turned into a little league triple, and then a, and then scored on a wild pitch. So it was um, definitely a, a pitcher's duel. And then you also saw um, Kyoto beat Pekin. Yep. Um, and a big reason Kyoto beat Pekin in that round was because of Aiden Anderson, who they had back on the bump. Yep. Against Hillcrest Academy, and uh, obviously Hillcrest is the the top seed in that little that district, uh, the favorite to go on to. Play Burlington Notre Dame. They're still a favorite because um, they pull out a four-three extra inning uh, win. It went to eight innings last night. Um, Aiden Anderson pitched really well for Kyoto. They had a one-run lead. Hillcrest came back and got three. Um, I think the fifth there, and then uh, immediately the next half inning, Kyoto came back, uh, got two, so it was tied up until the extra innings, and then um, two outs in the bottom of the eighth, and it's Hillcrest Academy getting the uh, game-winning RBI. So. Um, the Ravens are into the semifinals, uh, one game, uh, so the district championship, I almost don't like that they call it the district championship because yeah. they sub them out before. Right. They used to district them out 
and then they want to get. Because it, it sounds it kind like of is weird. It sounds like it's a way. It almost sounds like it's the game to go to state when you say it like it that. does. It does. So I don't like really. It's what it. the substate final to make it. it yes, it's really. It, it, it's the substate semifinal, the district semifinal. Yeah. But because they they put the teams in the substate before they do the brackets, yeah. I don't like. Any, anyway, that's. I get you. No, no, no. How's it going? Nor here, nor there. Yeah, nor here, nor there. <laughs> nor anywhere. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so I mentioned um, Aiden Anderson uh, threw a pretty uh, solid game, seven point uh, one innings. He threw the entirety of the one hundred and ten pitches that you need uh, before he had to get pulled. Um, Tanner Waterhouse came in in relief, but um, the final run went to uh, Anderson. So that was a tough loss that Anderson yeah. got on his record on that. But Seth, Seth Hours with a complete game for. Uh, Hillcrest Academy, which does two things: one, you know, one he just had a really good game, and two that that saves all the rest of the pitching yep. um, for the next couple of um, games. Let's see for Kyoto, um, Anderson, Chase, Siren, and Caleb Waterhouse each had an RBI. Um, Hillcrest, Josiah Beachy went one for three with a couple RBIs. Phoenix Anderson knocked in the other run. Luke Schrock, Rowan Miller, and Mason Bender each had a hit. Uh, one thing I noticed about that Hillcrest game mm-hmm. is that the bottom of the lineup was huge for them. Uh, th- all three. RBIs came from the last three order uh, in the order and a lot of the hits. So, uh, what you need when you're going to, you, we, you, yeah. you saw Aiden Anderson pitch against Pekin. and he's pretty dominant. So, yeah. um, Hillcrest moves on in that one. Um, so, we've got Hillcrest in the semifinals uh, in 1A, and we have. We've got Van Buren playing, about. Tonight, Van Buren playing plus, tonight against uh, Winfield, Mount Union, Columbus. Yep. What else we got? One, uh, and then, of course, Mid Prairie's already yeah. through. So, yeah. there you go. That's who we got left in the small school baseball realm. They play on Saturday. Yep. So Hillcrest hosts Regina on Saturday. Hillcrest wins. They would play the Notre Dame um, Moravia winner Moravia. in the sub-state final, which yep. is to go to state. So, yep. And obviously, whoever wins between Van Buren and Winfield tonight, Winfield-Columbus tonight, they're, they're, so we'll have three teams that are two games away from a state tournament. We had yep. two in the state tournament last year, so they got to yep. clutch up pretty hard here to, to match our, uh, right. <laughs> our number from last year. <laughs> so, it's a um, tough road, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's so that's all Saturday. The small school softball is Friday, and then uh, we're going to take a little commercial break, and then we're going to talk about. Um, I, I had Nick in the corner of my eye. Nicky Brackett's over there. I haven't mentioned today. Uh, he's he. Uh, I always love when I say the word commercial, like watching his hand go up towards the the little uh, the, the ones and twos over there. Yeah. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk uh, a, a little preview of tonight's games and tomorrow's for the big school because we have big school three um, a. Um, baseball and softball and 4A softball the next weekend. So we will be back in a couple minutes. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. 
That's 319-653-5656. At Five Star Community Credit Union, we want to help you lead a better life. We offer competitive rates and convenient appointment times for all kinds of loans. Auto, recreational vehicles, home equity line of credit, holiday, and personal loans. We make it easy to build your credit and enjoy the good things in life. We invite you to join Five Star Community Credit Union. We are community-minded and member-focused. Come visit our locations in West Burlington and Mount Pleasant or online at fivestarcu.org. Federally insured through the NCUA. Equal housing lender. At Brown Shoe Fit, we pride ourselves on traditional sit-and-fit service that's been serving the Mount Pleasant area since 1952. At Brown's, we have shoes for the whole family. From kids to adults, we carry the finest footwear for every occasion. Whether you're looking for something for work, casual wear, or exercise, we've got you covered. And don't forget about our selection of safety toe footwear for both men and women. Come visit us six days a week and experience the best in traditional sit-and-fit service. Brown Shoe Fit, where quality and tradition meet. Bring the kids and share the memories from steam engines, antique cars and trucks, tractors, gas engines, and horses. Maybe your memories are of great food from the North Village to the Log Village or learning how to square dance over at the dance barn. This is the place where memories are made. Make plans now to enjoy the history of the past at the 2023 Midwest Old Threshers Reunion, August 31st through September 4th at Mount Pleasant. Visit oldthreshers.com for more details. Welcome back, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live, talking postseason on this uh, July four po- post July fourth. Uh, well, it's post July fourth by six. I was gonna try and make Eve. I was gonna say July fourth, Eve, 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 Eve. But then my brain said, no. Then you're going back in the week. Then you're going like you're never gonna get to July sixth. But July sixth, two thousand and twenty-three, a special Thursday edition. Uh, reminder: We'll be back to Tuesdays next week, um, which will be a pretty. Short turnaround, but we'll have about a million games in between. And we're going to be at a couple of softball games tonight. We have four Class 3A teams yep. and one Class 4A team going tonight, yep. which feels a little different. Um, but uh, why don't you r- run down the, the games, uh, uh, softball games going on tonight. All these are 7 p.m. starts. Yep. yep. Uh, we'll just run through uh, the SCC first. Um, we've got Mount Pleasant f- uh, 5 and 24 taking on a familiar foe. Uh, Keokuk four and twenty three. I believe you saw the series right now. This season is two one in favor of Keokuk. You saw uh, the one win, I believe. Yep. Uh, for the Panthers there, so uh, bound to be uh, bound to be a tight one. Yep. Um, another enticing game. We have Washington Washington twenty three and twelve taking on Central Lee twenty one and eight. Uh, Washington did handle Central Lee pretty good. I think it was we said it was thirteen four or something around there in the in the. Um, the regular season battle there. And then we got Fairfield 13 and 14 heading over to West Burlington, who's 21 and 11. So uh, really uh, pretty much all three of those games. Uh, yeah. Potential to be very, very, uh, very, very good ones. Um, then over in, um, well, still in 3A, I guess Mount Pleasant is um, 4A. 4A. Mm. And then uh, Fairfield and Washington are both 3A. Yeah. Um, but uh, still in 3A over here, we got Mid Prairie taking on Center Point or Urbana. Looked it up. They have played each other this season. Center Point Urbana took the win 6-5 in a tournament wow. in Albernet earlier this season. Um, so another, another probably close another, one. Another probably close one there. And then we've got Columbus 
Um, uh, 11, by the way, my prairie is, uh, 16 and 20, um, center point Urbana, uh, 18 and 17 there. And then we got Columbus also in class three, a 11 and nine, taking on West Liberty, 19, 11, uh, West Liberty played some tough opponents, got, um, some, uh, some pretty good wins, uh, beat Regina, number one, Regina class two, a there once. So, um, yeah, but it's a tough it's really, really, uh, really shaking up between all, um, five of these games would be uh, pretty good ones. Yeah, I think all, all of them could be really close. Um, uh, so I'll be in Washington. You'll be in uh, West Burlington. Yep. I think that your game, uh, that's you don't get two pitchers yeah, I think that good going in this early in the playoffs. Yeah, Lauren Summers from West Burlington, Cody Engel from Fairfield. That is going to be an absolute war uh, in West Burlington. I like their field, too. Yeah, they got a cool field. It's all the meaty box out there for you, I'm sure. Um, and then... Uh, um, I will be at uh, Washington, now ranked number 14 in Class 4A, back in the rankings. Um, so that's not a bad place to be when you're when you're starting your postseason run. Um, Washington and Fairfield are in the same bracket, mm-hmm. as is Columbus. Yep. Um, Washington's up towards the top. If they win, they get to... We get a, as one of us gets to take a road trip to Davenport next week yep. uh, to watch and play at Assumption. Um, and then uh, if Fairfield <laughs> can be West Burlington, having some uh, mic problems yeah, over there. They're very today. squeaky today. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was like trying to decrease these things. Uh, and uh, maybe everybody else doesn't play like moving around like we do. Yeah, so they, they, they're stoic and so they get a little rusty. But um, and then was so and then Fairfield. So Fairfield and Columbus would both win. They play each other. Mid Prairie's in a totally different region. Right. Um, but uh, so, yeah, that's, that's going to be exciting stuff tonight. And then um, baseball-wise, we have two Class 3A games tomorrow night. The reason we don't have three is because two of our three teams are playing against each other. Um, Fairfield and Mount Pleasant. Um, Fairfield's got the 2-1 series lead in that. They will play in Mount Pleasant. And Mount Pleasant got the higher seed because of overall record. That's uh, Friday night at 7 p.m., so I think that's going to be, I mean, right down to the wire. That's uh, one of the better rivalries we have in this area. And then Washington's up uh, at North Scott. No, now Washington's playing Davenport Assumption uh, tomorrow night. Washington fans, Denver. don't go to Davenport. Go to North Scott because that's where yep. the game is. You ever been burned on that, going to the wrong place? No, because I always double check. And then I yeah. like, sometimes I'll think about like, oh, I need to go here. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I better double check. And then it's like, oh, it turns out I need to go here. <laughs> I showed up uh, to Mount Pleasant High School one time about 15 minutes early for their game to Fort Madison. And I noticed there weren't any cars in the parking lot. And I just had to book it because the game was in Fort Madison. And I don't know what, I think it was one of those things where they're, they're kind of even teams. And I just assumed it was in Mount Pleasant. And then my brain just malfunctioned. And so I literally just had to like, it was like Fast and Furious movies. Ooh. I didn't speed, obviously, cops watching, but uh, but I had to I had to get down to Fort Mass and got there right at the end of the first set. Remember, I was going to go to uh, tennis and then we had a, uh, I, I set myself up to get there like right pretty much, you know, like 10 minutes before. And then it turned out that it was in Waterloo and I was like, well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said you have to Iowa City for tennis. This, that might uh, be over by the time I get Yeah, there. we got that. That's true. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. We, you know, Everybody can't get them all. You can't always show up at the right play. place. Well, I felt like a dummy uh, parking like six miles away from the uh, field at Wapala because I just knew it was by the pool. I was going to start talking about this earlier, and I tripped over my own words, but I parked at the pool, and then it was way longer than I thought. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so we'll, you'll see us. You'll see me. I'll be at the Mount Pleasant Fairfield game uh, tomorrow night, baseball-wise. So um, you'll see me, whether you're a Fairfield fan, a Mount Pleasant fan, or a Washington fan. Assuming you go to every single athletic event, which you should. Hey. Quick, quick breaking news on Twitter oh. here. Iowa baseball now, the NFHS. National Federation of High School yeah. somethings. Yeah, announced that starting in 2024, catchers can wear pitch comm equipment. 
So this must be a one-way communication system. The coaches must remain in the dugout. So I'm assuming it's for like instead of looking over, giving signs. It's yeah. Like, hey, give them. I don't know. Yeah. So you just be like, give them the two. Yeah. Would you? Oh, I guess you just like say like two, three, five, and then yeah, that's whatever. that tells the instead of yelling. Like, no, I don't want to throw that pitch. And then he just just. I just like the good old fashioned put finger put the put fingernail fault polish on so the catcher can see <laughs> and put go. the put the, uh, the the number of uh, fingers down. Sorry, yeah. I just saw Iowa baseball tw- uh, tweeted that. So, it's inter- What 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 say you about calling the game for the dugout versus letting the catcher call the game in high school? That was a big thing when I was in high school. A big hmm. uh, argument. I don't know. I think it comes with. Uh, I don't know if he's just calling. I don't know. I think it just depends on. I guess, I guess there's got to be just trust between, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how to <laughs> cause a non-answer. <laughs> I, I was always in favor of the, of the catcher. I just, I don't know why, but uh, nowadays it's almost all called from the uh, dugouts. And I remember when that started happening. I, I really don't know how I feel about it. I have well, to think about we'll it. We'll check it on Tuesday. Yeah. You think about it. Watch the games really, really pay attention and be like, what? Who's really calling this game? Because, I mean, what if he says, give him a fastball and the coach is going to call a curveball? Next thing you know, the thing's over the fence. and you're That's like, right. Or into the catcher's mask. Your point. With that pitch comp thing, I mean, the, you know, hackers can do a lot of things with yeah. AI. You, you get into those pitch like comp the, things. Like the Astros banging on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Astros will, yeah. Banging on the trash game. Is that in the MLB yet? The pitch comp stuff? I'm sure, yeah, it's it is. Oh, yeah, the Astros will figure out a way. They'll, they'll AI the, the catcher's <laughs> voice and then... Uh, and then uh, I saw LSU baseball uh, when the College World Series. They were probably doing a lot of that stuff. Anyway, uh, <laughs> throw back to a previous episode. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about, Hunter? Um, well, we we didn't mention the Mount Pleasant and Fairfield are playing. Well, yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, it. yeah I talked about it. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I was there for the first three. I'm, I'm getting four Mount Pleasant Fairfield uh, baseball games. You're getting some good ones. That's right. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Union Sports Page. Spotify. And Spotify. Make sure to share this, uh, especially because yeah. we're getting into the postseason. Share everyone. You know what? Everyone today, share it with five friends, five accountability buddies, <laughs> and we're all each other's accountability buddy. Right. And it's just going to branch out like a tree, so we can get uh, uh, some good numbers for the for the when one of these teams are out playing at state. You know. Yeah. So that's all I got. Share this. Share it. Share it. Love and uh, one random fan that shares this episode. <laughs> oh no! We'll get a big prize, which will be revealed on Tuesday's episode. Remind me. All right. I'll figure it out by then. Possibly the hair gel that I wore for that race. Yeah, you get the hair gel that I wore for the race. Uh, one, one random fan. All right. Uh, there, we there we go. That's enticing. Not off of my hair. And still I know. The thing. Uh, anyway, now we're just babbling mindlessly. So we're going to go now. We'll yeah. s- when will well, we see you? We'll, we'll see you uh, next week. Next week. <laughs>